1: I'm sorry, you're a what? It's one more thing.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
1: One more thing. Before we get to that,
0: um, Emmanuel Macron was egged the other day in France. Didn't get a lot of attention. But uh, I saw that. And, you know, after what has happened with various eggings and... uh, Larry Elder running for governor in California, and different people across the country, pushings and shovins. I was thinking, I and obviously I'm not hoping for this. I don't want it to happen. Anybody who does this is a nut job. I think we've got a political assassination of a major figure coming. I just doesn't it just That's feel chilling. doesn't it just feel like that should happen in the world? The way everybody's so on edge.
1: Yeah, and demonizing their opponents yeah. and the rest of it. Yeah, yeah.
0: I just feel like that, an, an, an attempt or a success. You know, I just feel like there's one coming that you know, and I I don't want it. Maybe that would settle us down. I don't know. Everybody think, oh, oh yeah, this is boy. this is for real. I forgot this is not all just hijinks. Because right now I feel like it's all being treated as kind of like a
1: joke. Well, remember the crazy Bernie supporter who shot up the uh, congressional baseball practice? I mean, that was only by the grace of God and our emergency yeah. uh, medical folks that that wasn't right. a high-profile assassination. Right. Anyway. Steve Scalise, number three in the House at that point, wasn't he? Or number two? Yep. Things are too hot. Things are too hot. Anyway, hope yeah. I'm wrong. Everybody keep cool. Uh, so, uh, as I said, you're a what? Um, evidently, climate psychologist is a job. And uh, CNBC psychologist is quoting a climate psychologist.
0: Are they uh, offering help to the climate?
1: <laughs> Why do you look so down? You seem kind of hot these days. What's the problem? Why so rainy? Uh, Listen, this is actually, uh, this is the uh, breeze of, of common sense blowing through the plains. Climate psychologist says neither gloom and doom nor extreme solution-obsessed optimism is the best way to discuss climate change productively. I know you
0: doom and gloomers. Jeez, take it
1: somewhere else. Stay away afforded, from me. This is an interview with climate psychologist Renee Lertzman, which again is a... Climate a psychologist? Thing. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Maybe she was just well, smart enough to name herself that and think, I'm going to jump on this train. Everybody's going to come to me for their climate psychology needs.
1: Tried cat psychologist for a while. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, was a dream interpreter. I was a,
0: the new scam. I was a gerbil whisperer.
1: So this article opens with um, how communication about climate change is not really going well. And Jack, this three-word sentence, people are scared. Oh, boy, I'm not.
0: Almost three in four people.
1: You can't measure how not scared I am. Almost three in four people worldwide, 72%, are worried that global climate change will harm them personally at some point in their lifetime. I don't believe that. According to survey data from the nonpartisan Pew Research Center.
0: I do not believe (laughs) that the millions and millions of people who are struggling every day just to survive are worried much about climate change.
1: Wow, that's a good point. Yeah, people living on the equivalent of a dollar a day.
0: Or you're in any war torn country, which is a lot of them.
1: Yeah. We have 30% infant mortality here, but what I'm really scared about is another degree temperature rise in the next 10 days. 10 I'd years. be
0: shocked if three quarters of the world population is even aware of climate change, let alone worried about it.
1: Yeah. Almost half of young people say their feelings about climate change negatively impact their daily lives. Well,
0: that's because your teacher has told you it should since you were in kindergarten. No joke. No, I'm right. not joking here. Why oh, not? Uh, the number two thing. Uh, um, uh, so, I, since kindergarten and Sesame Street and everything else, since you were a tiny kid, you've been told you should be scared to death of this. So, yeah, of course you are.
1: And among young people, 77% say the future is frightening with regard to climate change. That's because the adults have scared them. Yeah,
0: because your fourth grade science teacher told you this.
1: Yeah, ma'am uh what i think this crisis is actually inviting us to step into she says is a fundamentally different lens which is really moving from that me to we and it's really stretching our cognitive capacity to think and experience and see ourselves as part of a system and as embedded in the system you need to go away your cat is stressed out (laughs) because you changed the color of your sofa I I I yeah I. That was I'm, dis- I'm trying to read her bullcrap, but uh, that was dismissive. Yeah, I'd say. uh, I just I'm, I'm <laughs> midway through this. I'm exhausted by it. You know, if it turns it's out I'm wrong, so dumb, I, and I'm 110 years old, and I'm uh,
0: my house is up on stilts because there's <laughs> water inland. I'll say you were right. All right, okay. Is that a, is that a good bet? If that happens or it's so dang hot out there, you can hardly stand it. I'll just say, "Yeah, you're right. I was wrong. It still wouldn't have made any difference if I cared or not, so i' don't, so I don't care
1: well, Jack, it's absolutely essential that we start from a place of really having deep compassion for that feeling of quote, "Nothing I can do will matter, so it's not like we shouldn't be feeling that or there's something wrong with us for feeling that our individual actions are not sufficient. Well, of course there isn't, because they're not, and they won't. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I'm just going to really connect with myself here and say, you know what? Yeah, it's really painful. It's really hard. Is it really
0: hard? I'm picturing one guy I know who I've never had a conversation with him where he didn't
1: bring up climate change. Really? Poor guy. Yeah, he's worried about it all the time. Really? Mm. It's only from that point that we're able to move into any kind of meaningful, impactful, creative response where we're able to take stock of questions like, who am I? Where am I? What do I, how do I want to channel this energy, this concern, this care that I have, this that's coming up inside of me, that's expressing himself? We have to start from that place. Huh. You know, maybe my
0: kids won't be like this because they're growing up around me, but I, just, I would just hate it if when they're in high school or college that they're like seriously emotionally bothered by some of these things. It's just no way to go through life.
1: No. No, it's not. And mobilizing the children to be activists is really sick, to my mind, uh, in a lot of ways. If it requires frightening them first, yeah. Right. They have childish, uh, literally, uh, perceptions of the world, ability to uh, process information. They're easily frightened because they're not in control of their lives, and it's just it's so obvious. I mean, a lot of these people are well-meaning, I think, but they're twisted. Because I see the stats on on kids who are actually freaked out about climate change, mm-hmm. and it's disgusting. You can make somebody want to do something or, or convince that it's going to happen without terrifying them. And if you change your cat's food, it's likely to have the runs. Give it a week. Jeez. <laughs> I guess that'd be more a vet than a psychologist. <laughs> Think so. <laughs> well, I guess that's it.